in the Willamette Valley, in America's great Pacific Northwest. You are listening to The Ernest Mann Show, and I'm your host, Ernest Mann. Wherever you may be listening, night or day, in this world. And thank you so very much for tuning in. And a very special thank you to my listeners in Italy. Your support is very appreciated. Again, thank you. And this is episode number 131. Good news. New energy source discovered. Bad news. It won't do us a damn bit of good. As anyone who knows, we are as anyone who is alive and breathing knows, because God knows we have been relentlessly hammered with the importance of the midterm elections. And on a previous broadcast, I talked about that in reality, they don't mean a they don't mean squat. And but not for the reasons you may be thinking. And we're going to go into that a little bit more and explain how these systems and subsystems are all connected and they are connected. But without, you know, all of the fervor of all the politicians the same six that sad story. I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And they all promise you the fucking world. And nope, it ain't going to happen. Now, <clears throat> usually I say, and this is a big part of it, is due to all the you know, greasing of the palms, the the thieving and all the stealing and the corruption. And if they, by any miracle, if they're not corrupt when they, if they're a newbie and they're not corrupt when they get in, uh, they will learn very quickly how to grease the proper palms, but more importantly, how to get their palm greased. Because that's the real thing. Make no mistake about that. So they say they're going to do this and do that. And Christ, they're going to, you know, they're going to make amputee people walk, be able to walk on water. And they're going to raise the dead. And they're going to make the blind see. And, you know, it's all this horse shit. And for multiple reasons, they can't and they won't. Now, on your end, if you just say, eh, I believe them, and you don't want to really think much more than that, or if it's just an emotional thing, well, so-and-so, they seem really nice. Uh, no, that, that's, that's not going to get it either. <laughs> no. Because there's things in the background. And <clears throat> that's what we're going to talk about. All right. 
it is an issue of resources. That's what it all comes down to. Ultimately, one of the absolute biggest pieces of the puzzle concerning a nation's true wealth is resources. And in this case, what I'm talking about is energy. Now, <clears throat> before I get into this, and I'm not going to get super technical, but the thing is, you may be wondering, shit, has this guy had too much to drink? First, he's talking about politicians, and now he's talking about energy, and I'm going to be talking about new energy sources. Good stuff. You know, but he's all over the place. I'm going to stitch it together. Just, just listen. Okay? Okay. Now, ultimately... And you can talk to any um, resource professional or even an economist, I believe, should tell you this. If they know anything about anything, they should fest, fest this up, is that all things being equal, the amount of, let's say, productive energy, that which can be produced. As far as I'm not talking about the greed of the people that were getting ready, for instance, this, this new bunch that is <clears throat> only primary function, their primary goal is for themselves. And the, the paper money that is constantly being printed at the Fed and the sheets and hundreds of thousands of millions. It's, I am told they understand that as it rolls off, it's it's like bakery. It's like still warm. And the, the paper and all the materials <clears throat> coming through there, they have not even had a chance to cool before they've already been stolen. And that's their goal. So, there's under the current circumstances of this system, you know, until we do things and put certain things in place that stop all the grift, um, that's, you know, that's one thing in and of itself. But where can we, how can we... Uh, make a whole heap and hell of a lot of more money somewhere else that has to go above and beyond all their thievery and the three thievery of uh, millions of of these hands that are just stealing from every direction but I mean making so much constantly every day that even they uh, couldn't couldn't really pocket at all. There would still be a surplus. And the way you do that is you have to have the energy of, amongst other things, production. And right now, for two reasons, 
America doesn't have that. It did, in, of course, in the 1930s and 40s. Um, we, we outproduced uh, for a very long time, but especially that is one of the one of the primary reasons we were able to successfully win World War II was we simply, we and other factories in the world, but primarily the U.S., um, we outproduced them. We made tanks and planes by the boatload, and it's a thing of it. It's a it's a matter of numbers and attrition. We just simply outproduce them. So, but we have not had that uh, capacity to produce at that level for many, many, many years. And one of the primary reasons for this is population. Because if you're familiar, they talk about, for instance, the electrical grid. Most folks understand, they get a basic idea of, you know, wiring and they picture in their mind, you picture a grid. <clears throat> Some cities have really huge grids, some have smaller, but... You get the basic point. And um, I don't know if there's any other state other than Texas, but with the exception I know of Texas, um, vast majority of most grids are between the major cities are interconnected. So, you know, one system goes down, then they support the other, which is, you know, sane and reasonable and a good idea. But what's happened is, is that <clears throat> we've been, um, from the people who have been stealing, they've only had one message for at least the last 40 years. And essentially what they tell us is, do more with less, do more with less, do more with less, do more with less. And that's what we've been doing. And now everything is falling apart and so the two things that have to be understood is that a nation's capacity to build wealth if you stop all the stealing that's a separate issue but other than that its ability to do that is predicated on its ability to produce energy Okay. If it doesn't have that, it's stuck. Now, you can, for instance, you can have the greatest machines in the world. And let's say, you know, for the most part, for raw materials, you know, we're not starved for that. We've got that. But if you flick the switch and the machine won't turn on, because it doesn't have any juice, well, you're kind of dead in the water. And it's just like, um, you know, you can have the nicest car in the world or the fastest car in the world or, you know, whatever car. But assuming it's a gasoline car or diesel, if it doesn't have any fuel, it's not going to go anywhere. 
And that's the same analogy that you could use for the economy. Part of what the things that have been going on, yeah, this inflation, sure, that's a part of it. But it's actually a relatively small part of it. Because to begin with, especially not a nation the size of the U.S., you know, we have all our eggs in a certain basket when it's just absolutely, again, ridiculous to be having all those eggs in just a few baskets. And we've been doing things very, very, when I say this, I'm talking about the people who own all the businesses. It's just pure grift. It's stupid and it's grift and now the realities the chickens are coming home to roost that is the problem and um so several things have to change in order for that to change and then all you have to do is work out the feasibility. Okay, what do we want to change? Because there's got to be change. In other words, you cannot go on doing what you were doing the way you were doing it, or you end up right back where you were. That's not complicated. <laughs> okay? This is not this should not be complicated. It's the old saying I've said many times, you know, that if you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you always got. So we need a lot more energy. We have most, I say most, we have most of the resources that's not a problem. We just don't have the energy, one. Because on for a whole number of, again, stupid, fear-mongering reasons, uh, we got rid of nuclear. Nuclear is a track record of being incredibly safe. It really does. And now far safer than ever before. Whereas with the new technologies... You know, it's just absolutely virtually impossible to have, you know, a meltdown and, and all that. Besides that, in addition to that, this is something that India has been investing in heavily because they understand what I just said about energy and they're going full bore with their nuclear program, but they're working on um uh, thorium reactors and thorium reactors are as about by comparison as simple and as incredibly safe as as you 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 simply <laughs> it's virtually due to the design and the nature of thorium by the way which is incredibly plentiful in in the earth's crust it's it's everywhere and it is, while not impossible, it is very um, difficult to convert to uh, weapons, nuclear-type weapons. So there's, 
you know, all this stuff is out there. It's there. It's just they don't do it. They won't implement it. But we have to bring nuclear on. <clears throat> I personally would like to see thorium reactors that are even safer than conventional um, nuclear reactors. But either or, we need that energy. And we need lots of it. If we're going to ever have things on mass, and I don't mean an occasional thing, like garden hoses for some reason, <laughs> for some, some fucking reason they're allowed to make garden hoses, and they proudly made in USA, great, we can make a garden hose. <laughs> That's so... That's so incredible. God. Um, yeah, but it should be trying to turn things around till I don't know, maybe thinking a good 80% of our widgets are USA made again. But like I said, in order to do that, you have to have energy and you have to have a lot of it. So... That moves us on to the next potential problem. Okay? Okay. So, not only do you need that energy, but if you suddenly, let's say, could wave a magic wand, and throughout the U.S., I've got another, I don't know, 100, 150 reactors, coast-to-coast, coast, spread out. Great, terrific, fine, wonderful. They're all safe, all that. Well, then we still have another problem. It's the energy transport. In other words, our electrical system is really old and really dilapidated. So you can have this plant that can crank out all this juice. But again, if the infrastructure isn't there because it's so old and dilapidated, it can't handle it. Transmission lines that are old and dilapidated and uh, the, uh, the huge capacitors and the stations that can overheat because, you know, they're 30, 40, some of them, you know, a lot of them 50 years old when they're supposed to have like a service life of, I don't know, 10, 15 years. So all that has to be done. Well, if we turn things around and look at, you know, make make lemonade out of these lemons, that's a hell of a lot of employment. That alone, that just that alone, building these new nuclear or thorium nuclear uh, plants and new coast-to-coast -coast infrastructure, that would put a hell of a lot of people to work for many years because on top of that then it's more cost effective they have to be maintained so then we can move on now that we know that part of the equation that's all good great and then here is the better news <clears throat> the better news is is that they have primarily they've been working on this 
in Japan and it's a done they're you know they're successful they worked they worked it out and they worked all the bugs out and it's it's incredible because it's it's cheap it's safe you know it it pegs and checks all the boxes that we want this is terrific it's a form of hydrogen energy and it's referred to as red hydrogen now here is the thing though to put that you have to put in perspective you see the bigger at least what i feel the bigger damn more important part is this let's say that i could wave a magic wand and we've got everything as I just described it, in place, functioning. Boom. That alone is not, still not going to be enough. There is another big chunk and part of this equation in order to make things pleasant, in order to get back to a pleasant existence like we used to have. 50, 60 plus years ago. Um, yeah. We would have to have those systems in place and they are cranking out all this energy, which in turn, it not just to homes and not just lowers the cost of energy for all these people. But we've got all of this industry that now has the power to crank out things with greater efficiency because it's cheap. We're kicking out so many megawatts of power to, for industrial purposes that once again, we are able to do what we used to do because relative to population, we have all this energy. Now, here's the big monkey wrench into this. Um... In addition to that, the more people we lose, the higher and greater density of the energy that will be available for dispersing. So in order for that to happen, we need to lose people. We need to lose about one and a quarter million people. Got that? So let's see, population roughly of the U.S. right now, give or take-ish, um, I think it's around 330 million. Yeah, yeah. So we need to lop that off there to, I don't know, to about 200.10 million. So, where do these people go, you might ask? Well, it's not so much a question of where they go. It's just a issue of <clears throat> they're not being born. Because if you have a, and you would have to have um, an, an, an entire 
difference in consciousness concerning resources and what you can do and what you can't, we need to, certain members of our world and society need a, uh, they need an education in this. Unfortunately for them, and for the rest of you too, I know just the guy that can do this. Yep. Pretty smart guy too. Of course, I wouldn't want to mention any names. But anywho, yeah, you, um, with a combination of those things, and you lose about one, one and a quarter million people. Um, yeah. Yeah, let's see, we're at a 330, then we got 100, and yeah, that'll do it. So you can work that out. As it's basically lowering the current population by a third. And you do or you have whatever is necessary to get that done. And you know what? Suddenly, all the problems that we were having, inflation, housing, the list just goes on and on and on. Poof, they're gone. But you can't, you can't, I can't emphasize this enough. You can't, and we cannot constantly have this idea that we are going to endlessly evade our problems and we're going to techno our way out of them because it simply doesn't work like that you know you can't for instance discover this fantastic new energy source and i think it's fantastic it's called <clears throat> red hydrogen and i will not even attempt to explain it there's too many info videos out there but it's real and it's it's coming and that's a good thing but like i said you know you you simply cannot expect a positive when you keep laying on the negative so you know you could tell someone who heavily drinks and heavily smokes and say well you know, this. both of these things are really, you know, screwing up your body and, you know, you're going to have to cut back on the smokes or, or do this. And you tell them and they say, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. And they, you know, pretend to care and they pretend to understand. And so they say, well, good news, bad news. Well, I, I severely cut down on my drinking. Or, you know, maybe stop drinking. And the doctor says, great. And what about the smokes? Well, you know, I'm up to a full pack a day now. <laughs> yeah. It has to be, it has to be a concerted effort. I mean, there have been examples in the past of, um, you know, trying to, and successfully, for the most part, of eliminating 
uh, diseases um, that we had participated in in the past. And it was um, a monumental effort. And I'm trying to think what that was at the time. It's not coming to me. But um, we were successful. And it's just not coming to me right now. But at any rate, the point is, with a concerted enough effort in these directions, we can have a much better, much more pleasant, um, you know, happier life, better existence. Because a lot of this crazy, crazy that's going on is for people is simply a lack of resources. That's in the simplest explanation. You know, you cannot just keep cranking out bunnies. Um, and because if you fucking keep cranking out the bunnies in your back, you know, they'll eat everything. And then you don't have anything to eat. And then in turn, they don't have anything to eat. So they end up starving to death. These things, these systems, and we are no different. We are a part of these systems. We, you know, somehow, some way, we, we want to, we think of ourselves as separate. But we're not. We're just a, another living critter along with everything else, and there has to be give and take, and it can't be all just take. Like any system, like anything, it has to be managed. We're not doing such a great job of managing ourselves. We want to manage animals, and we want to manage third world countries, and we want to manage people's religion, and we want to manage just about every damn thing except ourselves. So, you know, it doesn't matter if they keep, they have this, oh, new energy source on top in addition to everything else. What I'm trying to say, one of the, again, the key components of success is we have to stop cranking out people. You know, it, it 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 has to stop. Can't just say, "Well, I'm having a baby." Uh, no, <laughs> no. Well, what did you think about that? I'd really like to hear what you have to say. So go on over to my website, theearnestmanshow.com, and put down your two cents worth. And while you're there, please feel free to listen to any and all the episodes you like. Plus, check out the other interesting things on my website. Until next time, this is Ernest saying, Take care. I'm out of here.